Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. And I'm Justin. He's back! He's back! I could be like in Harry Potter, like, he's back! (laughs) It's happening, man. Welcome back! Thank you, buddy. Three weeks is a long time. It is a long time. Very long time. And I want to say again, shout out to Noah and Seth for filling in. No one will ever be able to fill your shoes, but they sure as hell tried, and they were delightful. I'm going to say, man, I want to give them a special two-in-one. And as anyone from the old Twitch days knows, you needed to save up a lot of a lot of points to actually activate that. So that is a yeah. special two-in-one fart, and that's an honor of Slotty and Gunch. Thank you both for... They earned it, man. They were, they were so Thank helpful. You. They were so kind. They were very uh, generous with their time. And uh, I appreciate them for for hopping in. Had some great conversations. Had some great episodes. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, they're great. And yeah, I'm so glad good. you're back. We missed it, you, man. It feels good to be. I missed you too. I missed ev- I missed the community. I missed everybody. I did enjoy hearing uh, all the dumb dickery while I was gone, catching up on the podcast and and uh, that last one where I didn't realize you guys had gone an hour later. Started an hour yeah. later, and I was just messaging you, and then on the podcast, like, wait a second, wait, wait, hold on, this <laughs> asshole, I'm filling in for him, and he's messaging us while we're recording. Yeah, and no, that idea was we were still recording. That was very funny. Yeah, because yeah, he was, we, we thought he was literally. It's like Justin's literally sending us DMs right now. Like, <laughs> like, sir, we are recording, recording, sir. I'm filling in for you, sir. Yeah. You're like, what? What the fuck? You're like, it's so late. I'm like, yeah, we had to start an hour later with with Seth. You're like, oh shit, my bad. <laughs> Right. So, well, also, if you're watching this, uh, Justin has a new white background. It's isn't that great? I used to have a white door and a white door, and now I have a brown door and a brown door. So it works. Yeah. Yeah. Ta da. It's it's shocking. As soon as I set this up, I was like, oh, fuck, this is the exact same background. (laughs) Just I've swapped colors of doors. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I still, between two doors, the Justin Strandlin story, you know? Strandlin story. Yeah. Um, yes, I, uh, so Beth and I finally moved into our house after a year of searching over a year of searching, but a full year in the Grand Rapids area, we finally landed on a house. So thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. We're here now. We're all moved in and it is everything I hoped it could be. I love not before we started rolling, Doug and I were talking about how I no longer have to share a wall. And it's the small little things. And Doug and I have had a lot of conversations off mic about this, but it's the small little things that you don't realize how special they are until you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about this or that anymore. Oh, I can do this without like with with reckless abandon because I own these walls now. (laughs) Like I don't have to worry about anything. It's so marvelous. And once you taste this new world, there's no going back. No. Absolutely There's not. no going back. You're like, no. It's like the first time um, I didn't have a roommate. Yeah. I was like, oh. Because at one point, Jill and I, you know, when we moved to the city, we're like, I'm like, I guess we could get a roommate. And I was like, no, fuck that. No, I don't want a roommate. Right. We're good. Like, 
we got us. We don't need anybody else sharing because yeah. there's that sharing space, right? It's a whole and then there's level. like, and then you got to share walls with other people in the building, and it's there's there's a lot. I mean, there's some there is some conveniences with that, but in general, got to a point where I'm like, nah, I'm good, man. Yeah. Like, I need my own space. Well, there's when Beth and I were moving out, we were kind of having the conversation. Uh, I, I was I found myself being a, lamenting a little bit the end the end of the apartment era, and I was surprised that I was feeling that way and i asked her i was like am i crazy or like are you feeling a little bit bittersweet about not living in an apartment anymore and she's like i don't know how i don't know why but i am and i like so did you and jill ever have that where there was a little bit of like a oh this is i don't know what it was like i was so excited to move in here but there was something that was a little bittersweet about it closing that chapter of apartment life by the time we moved out no there wasn't anything that i was like G Willikers, I sure missed this because yeah. I went back into the city. Mm, I can't remember why. I mean, probably because I was still working. But yeah. uh, I went back in. I went back to my old neighborhood, our old neighborhood, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't miss this at all. I don't miss all these yeah. people. I don't miss how dirty it is. I don't miss like because it, it, you know where I live. I've, I've got neighbors that I actually talk to and have a good relationship right. with. I have space. Um, there's not this the weird." social thing you get into where you're like oh people can be as weird as they want in the city because there's just so many of us that it's just going to happen and odds are if you try to say something you know it could hurt and i'd rather not have to deal with that you just the amount of shit you just put up with and ignore because of how many people are around you is incredibly just like it's terrifying you just you'll just like acknowledge just like okay and not like funny stuff some of it's funny some of it's like, wow, this is just weird. But other tough stuff, you're just like, yep, that person is uh, having, you know, a, a mental issues, and we're all just pretending that they don't exist right now, and, right. and everyone's going to help them. You yeah. know, it's a social agreement. You're all like, yep, we're all in agreement that none of us are going to acknowledge this. Okay, that's yeah. that's where we're all at right now. Yeah, let's face it, people suck, and when you can put that many people together, you just you're bombarded. You get used to it. But there's one thing I've learned about life. It's we're extremely adaptable as humans. Like we will get in the mental state of like, this is what my life is. And I adapt to it. Yeah. But the second you can get to a different spot, you're like, fuck, I don't want to do that anymore. God, why did I put up with this? It's like, because you had to. Right. That was, you had to put up. It was like, Jill and I were literally talking today, like just working from home. Right. That is kind of what the world is. And I think that's the way the world's going to be moving forward. Some places are going to be like, we're going to pull you back in. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I'm like, people don't want to do that anymore. We did it because we did it. Right. You know, this is what was expected. You know, just think about how quickly we all adapted to to sheltering in place when everything was locked down. Like everyone we within a few months, it's like, okay, this is it. And there was that feeling when things started opening back up of like, oh, while and this is such a weird thing to feel because like there's so much was horrid and just horrendous with COVID the loss of lives and the people getting sick and ever like just so much was horrendous about it. But there was that weird feeling of being in that cocoon and like, and when things started opening up, you're like, Oh, this is kind of, I kind of liked there's, there's an element of it that felt like, Oh, it, it you're I'm, I'm in my little bubble. It's kind of nice in here. And I, I don't know if I want to go back to how things used to be and then very quickly we all adapted to going back to the way things used to be you know so it's it's yeah. amazing how quickly we can kind of oscillate between those two things well not that like even just you know having a kid 
Like those first couple of years, in my opinion, suck. They were not fun. I didn't enjoy no. them. But the idea of like, oh, Natalie has basically shits and pisses in a diaper all day, every day. That was my life, changing diapers. Yeah. You know, whatever. They were to the point where like, fuck, we got to teach her how to like use the bathroom. Got to use the toilet and doing potty training. I was like, God, this sucks, you know, because you're constantly like every couple hours like, hey, let's try and go to the bathroom. Like just not we carry like a little toilet with us right in the in the back of the van and yep. everything. And then I got to the point now where I'm like, hey, you can piss and shit on your own. Like, you know how to do that. Yay. Yeah. And I'm like, God, how do we ever put up with that? Right. Or just all right. of the things that were the, everything, everything we had to take with us when we went somewhere. It oh, was God, like, yes hauling all sorts of stuff and now i'm like oh man like we don't have to deal with that anymore but we just tolerated it you, you yeah. put up with it because like this is my life this is what i have to deal with yeah. and you do it you're adaptable you adapt to the situation yeah even if it sucks because what else are you gonna do you yeah know? i yeah i i it, it we as human beings are uh we're miraculous and we're also horrendous yep we are, we are a duality that, that will yeah. never be truly understood by <laughs> anyone ever just yeah. but there was a little there i don't know and I, it's interesting that you guys didn't have that but beth and i both had that little bit of bittersweet moving moving out of apartment life but man like, like you said once you get a taste of this i adapted so i like it, it was bittersweet when we were moving out and then once we were in i'm like i'm over it i'm good <laughs> i don't miss it yeah i mean once we got our house and we literally were handed the keys yeah. and we're like okay wow we're te we're homeowners now this is weird like what do you want to do like should we go look at the house because we hadn't moved out of the city yet yeah. so we went over there and i was like i just want to be here like yes. i don't i don't want to go back to the city oh man like, i just want to be in here right now i want to i want to move here now <laughs> right moving well that was the thing like moving all of our stuff a little bit by a little bit like i could the last load that we took over when we were finally out 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 like the last roll of toilet paper and like you go through and you're like, oh, these, and you get this box of just weird shit that you're like, all the last minute stuff. When that yeah. box was finally removed, and I was like, truly nothing left. I was like, oh, we get to drive over there. And then the Let's only stay. reason we're coming back here is to just hand the keys over. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh amazing. Yeah. Such a good feeling, man. Really you're finally is. in there and you're like, this, this is mine. This is my place. I yeah. can do it. I can paint whatever I want. I can decorate any way that I want. I can plan for the future, make it any whatever whatever I want. Like it's 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 mine. It's yeah. very it's a very special feeling, and I am so happy for you and Beth. I'm Thank so glad you. it's you've been on this road for well over a year. Mm. You know, well, it's yes. been longer than that, right? Well, Two like, years. I mean, like actually looking at homes in different cities and the whole nine yards is close to two years. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh. Yeah. Quite the quite the journey. It was. Quite it was exhausting, and I'm glad it's done. <laughs> glad we yes. landed in the house. And on this podcast, you're going to see, uh, I know Noah mentioned that he was on his, like, eighth camera setup since he's been on this. Mm -hmm. You're going to see multiple on this one of me until I find my final form. So uh, yeah. bear with me. Eventually, it will look good. It may, it may get weird for a while. You may see some very weird wallpaper. I'm just saying. Things are going to get weird. And if you're just listening... You're not going to see a difference, yeah. so it's all good. That's true, yeah. Good for you. Welcome, yeah. <laughs> I will say the one thing that I'm super happy about is I'm I'm starting to meet some neighbors, and mm. we're, we've are we got some cool ones, so I'm very nice. happy. We had someone bring us over some peanut butter chocolate chip cookies Ooh. as a uh, welcome to the neighborhood. The people who live right across like, the street. 
I bet these pussies don't have an allergy, you know? We'll just hand them food. Well, the first day they came over and they said, we were going to bring cookies, but we didn't know if there was any food allergies. And that's goes, there is none. And about two days later, she came over with a big plate of cookies. And I bet there's like, so these are our new favorite people. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's They're awesome. Like, I'm so happy. Good neighbors. Yeah. Underrated. Absolutely. Underrated thing. You, you don't think about it until you have a bad one. And you're yeah. like, fuck, you know, just can ruin your life. Yeah. And I, fortunately, have never had that, but I've heard horror stories. I've seen videos. of just law has one. Oh, she's got one. Oh. Her next door neighbor, Steve, is just, I'm going to say it straight up. He is a cunt. Just yeah. asshole. Asshole. His dude, I'm telling you, when they go to sell that, when he goes to sell that house finally, or he gets taken out of it in handcuffs, whichever happens first, I would love to walk through in a hazmat suit and see what's in that house because all the windows are boarded up. Whoa. I know. It's weird. I don't know what goes down in that house, but it is like we, our minds have created some real interesting stories that happen in that house. Oh, boarded up windows. Yeah. That's. And he's just, he's got the worst personality every time he's out. Just, he's just an asshole. So I, I see how that affects their life around there. And she's got some good neighbors, but right next door is this jackass. I'm so glad I don't have that. So glad. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. If you're listening or watching and you have an experience with a bad neighbor, hit us up in the comments or shoot us a message Yeah, let us on know. our social media at MindGapPodcast. Shoot us an email, MindGapPodcast.gmail.com. Tell us your horror stories. Or if you have an awesome neighbor, tell us those stories. What makes them so awesome? How do they improve your overall experience? Like, especially if you live in an apartment, like how I always felt that was a very transitional or transactional thing just because people come and go all the time it uh -huh. was really hard to kind of get to know people um just out of the blue so yeah tell us your stories yeah. let us know we'd love to hear the good and bad on that one yeah give us give us some stuff and maybe we'll talk about it on the show that'd yeah. be really cool really fucking cool uh well quick housekeeping since we're on the topic all of our social media is at mind gap podcast if you're listening you can always check us out uh youtube.com slash mind gap podcast we live stream on tuesdays uh at we some point in the, the evening sometimes it, when the internet's good uh, this episode was not live stream because i was having some internet connectivity issues instead of like you know just making it a horrible experience i just opted not to stream and instead we're just recording this um, you know, which is the good way to do it. But typically we, we live stream on Tuesdays. I also host a video game live stream on Fridays where I play different things. Uh, last week I played this game, not for broadcast, which was an amazing game. Uh, also stressful as hell. Probably the worst game I could play on a stream because there was no way I was going to be interacting with anybody. I didn't even want to go back and rewatch it because I think it was just me staring blankly in the screen trying to focus because base if you're not familiar with it you play in you are essentially in control of a control room for a nightly live nightly news show and you have to control like cutting to different cameras uh hitting the 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 beeps for the for the swears you got to deal with interference you got it was it was in you got to play the commercials it was intense it was very intense and i was just sitting there being like oh my god it was it was it was a fun game I, as much as i would love to stream it again i don't think i will because i don't think it's a good experience for anybody it sounds to watch like me do that a game that i don't understand why people play because when in my mind when you go to play a video game the reason you're doing it is to relax to unwind to to detach from reality and this just sounds like you are going in to do a job 
Like it is, you are literally doing someone's job and it seems very stressful and you're not getting paid for it. I don't, I don't understand why these games exist. I truly don't. Well, the cool thing about this game is it has a really cool story. There's something sinister happening on it's unfolding in society and you're kind of helping it along or I don't know, you have a lot of control at your fingertips and you start to realize that I'm, I'm just, I've just scratched the surface on what's going on, but it's very interesting as you kind of go about, and it's a lot of choose your own adventure. Like you're, you know, presented with a situation, you have to make a choice, and you're gonna piss somebody off. But it's yeah. like, what do you? And they're not great situations. Like, fuck, I gotta pick this or that. I don't know, man. It sucks. So I don't know. It was, it was, and also all of the footage and stuff. It's all actual people. It's been recorded with a camera. Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's very interesting. It's pretty well acted and things like that. It's, it's fun. It's a very fun game. So anyway. You can check me out hosting those kinds of games uh, on Fridays, which is great. And also check out our, our YouTube page while you're there, too. We've got all sorts of playlists. Check out our shorts. Uh, we got a lot of cool, fun moments and clips from the show and clips from the video game streams. So check all those out. And if you're interested in supporting us, you can hit the like button and the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. If you're listening to it, wherever you're listening to, to podcast, you can rate and review that's huge. That well, Those are the things that cost nothing. If you want to throw some money our way, you can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mindgappodcast, or check out our merch at redbubble.com. Those links are in the description down below on YouTube. And also, um, you can join our Discord. Join the family, the MindGap family. Uh, if you're not familiar with Discord, essentially it's like a chat room slash forum where people can come and hang out. It's ours. We moderate it. We have a good time with it. Uh, I want to say welcome to Sal, who just joined the family, and also to Sal, who... Uh, subscribed on our Patreon. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. You're a good human, and we love you. Um, so you can hit the description uh, link in the description down below. Join the family. Uh, hit us up. You can share memes. Talk about the podcast. Talk about all sorts of stuff. We have a really good time there. So, yeah, that has been housekeeping. Yeah, yeah. So, so Justin. Yes, sir. Um. How the fuck are you, man? <laughs> I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Um, outside of moving, uh, just got back from San Diego. Uh, where that's why Seth had to fill in for me last week. I was out in San Diego filming for a client uh, out there doing a promo video for a hotel, which was really fun. Um, but and I know you guys talked about it briefly um, on last week's podcast, but. I, I I had rarely do I have moments that like floor me where I'm just like, I don't really know how to process what just happened. I don't feel like those happen that often anymore. And the older you get, the harder it is to really, you know, wow yourself and just be like, whoa, what was that? Wow. Oh, wow. But um, <laughs> yeah, I had you guys told the story about I was in the airport. I had a layover in uh, Minneapolis. And I went to Starbucks there, early flights. I was tired. I was like, let me get some Java in the system. And I was waiting for my order. And there was these two older ladies to my left. And there was a younger woman to my right. And the younger woman, her order got called and she went up and grabbed it. And it was this like really pretty pink drink. I think it was like a dragon fruit something or other iced tea. And I was I, I even noticed, I'm like, oh, the color is stunning. What a remarkably pink drink that is and uh one of the older women remarked she's like oh that that just looks so refreshing that's i've never seen a drink that color that looks so pretty and the young woman goes oh yeah it's one of my favorites would you like to try it and i went 
I was kind of doing one of those things where I was half paying attention to everything going on. And that just drew my head. I'm like, wait, did she just offer? And the woman goes, oh, if you don't mind. And I was like, wait, is this what's happening? And the older woman grabbed the cup and she took a drink and she goes, oh, that's so good. And the woman's like, yeah, right. She goes, you should get it next time. Okay. And in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe they know, like maybe they're traveling together. They're friends. You know, I, I hadn't been paying attention. And then the young girl goes, okay, well, enjoy your travels. And she just walked away. And I watched her walk away. And I'm like, she's going to finish that? Not throw it out now? What What's happening? And I turned my attention back to the older ladies. And the old lady goes, she goes, that was so nice of her. She goes, see, that generation, they just they just don't care. They don't care about the germs or anything. They're just, they're so giving. And I, at that point, my coffee came up and I grabbed it and I just walked away. I'm like, I don't want to share this with her. I don't want her to ask what's in this cup. But Doug, have you ever witnessed that? Even pre-COVID, have you ever seen that? Well, I can tell you what was happening over in the corner was death just watching, <laughs> rubbing his hands together and just It's like soon. Actually, let me do this right. Here we go. Soon. You. <laughs> yes. And you. There's two of them that are dying. Yeah. Both of just, them. Yeah. Here's the thing. It'd be one thing. The whole situation is insane. It's absolutely insane. Of all, it's right. like the location, the airport, which is just the airport, man. Of, of all, all places, of man. All places, yes. Just the, talk about just constant people moving, germs flowing. Just it's right. it's one of the it's it's the epicenter of every apocalypse movie ever yes. of how stuff travels, right? Yeah. So you got that, and then you've got someone who is who's like. It's such a bizarre behavior to be like, wow, that looks like a great drink. It's like, yeah, it's good. You should try it. Like, go get your own. Right. If you like it. Do you like this? It kind of tastes like this. It's right. like, oh, cool. But someone's like, do you want to try it? And they offer it to them to have someone drink it. And then to comment on it, like, see that generation, they don't care about germs. It's like, yo, you know, that's bad. <laughs> if you're commenting on it, you know, right. you know, some some horrible bargain has taken place and you don't understand the full extent right. of what's about to happen. You've just done an equivalent exchange and you don't know for what. Right. You may have gotten to taste this special forbidden fruity pink drink, but at what cost, ma'am? At what cost? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, what are you doing? It was not all. Yeah. And that's the thing that really floored me. It was not only the fact that this lady offered but it was that the other lady i'm like there are there is so much fault here in this story first off why in the name of fuck would you offer and secondly if someone offers that to you, you go no no i'm good i'll buy my own like why would you ever say yes to it it's just a weird top to bottom left to right back to front it's a weird exchange all of it was weird not front to back though, because that's just weird. I said front um, to back. It was all of it. You said back. You said back to front. Back to but front. Did you also okay. mean? Did you also mean front to back? I mean, look, shit, cunt. <laughs> you back to front? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. It. Yeah. Th man. There's a lot of social contracts out there where someone will offer you something to be nice, but out of 
politeness, you always say no. No, thank you. I'm good, but thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the idea of like, right. hey, I want to offer you something. You, I know you're not going to take this, but, you know, it's, it's the idea that I'm still trying to be polite. And if someone just says, yeah, sure, I'll do that. It's like, you, no, 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 no. Like, you don't well, and drink someone else's drink. Well, and I thought, I'm like, I'm in Minnesota. Like, maybe, <clears throat> is this like the ultimate Midwest niceness? Like, did I, have I entered a Midwestern portal where like, just like manners are like over, they're just like blowing out of proportion? I'm sorry, that's not kindness. That's stupidity. That what is okay. Well, Midwest. I mean, look, we're all from here, so we get it. Yeah, you know, that's just yeah. To say like, oh, that's so kind. It's like if it, the kindness would be for someone to buy them that drink. Right. Exactly. Oh, you like this? And be like, here you go. One. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get you one. Buy this one's on me. Try like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like it, no big deal. You can get your own drink. You're good to go. But this one's on me. I I stand by this so much. I'm going to buy your drink for right. you. There you go. That's kindness. Right. Not here. <laughs> Drink it. it. Yeah, I may have dunked my finger in it. I don't know. Right. Like, what the I fuck? The balls so, in it. You wanted to sip some. Yeah. So I, look, strange. The thing is, like, we've been out to a bar, a bunch of the guys, like our friends or whatever, and someone's gotten a drink. I'm like, oh, that looks. Like, what kind of beer did you get? And they're like, oh, it's good. You want to try it? I'll take a sip. Like, there is certain levels of you can take a sip of something and this and that. But again, complete strangers in an airport post COVID. It's just. I don't know, man. I was, I, I literally, I, I, that sat with me the rest of my next flight. I was, I could not wrap my head around what I just saw. And those people are the reason that we had the pandemic that we had because people like that who just don't fucking follow basic social rules. You're yeah. the reason you're the problems. Especially nowadays. That would have been weird pre COVID. Yes. I would have been like, yo, that's fucked up. That's gross. Post-COVID, that seems like something like a, a UN like crime, you right. know, like some sort of like world, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. World police are going to come out right now and arrest you, and dart feel, you. Yeah. You know? I feel like post-COVID, you're, you're legitimately playing Russian roulette. Like, yeah. you don't know what's coming in the other side of that cup and when we say post covid i mean covid is still out there right now ravaging people like it is murdering people left and right on the other side of the big waves you know yeah yeah and for someone to be in an airport to be like yeah right i don't know man it's just again it absolutely fucking floored me and i there's not a record when i told jill that story boy i wish you could have seen her face that (laughs) oh man like that was you know all i heard was yeah yep yeah it was how long that goes on it was not good yeah um at all so yikes, yikes um that's that's a that's a big yikes right there yeah not a fan so hard pass yeah hey well, minnesota do better yeah right oh, man it's wild shit <laughs> um so cool stranger drinks in an airport um gross just gross stuff uh, did you watch a lot of shit on your travels? Did you get a chance to get caught up? Boy, I did, man. I watched uh, I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Nice. I watched Great movie. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I watched Booksmart from 2000... Was it 19, I think? It was Olivia Wilde's directorial debut. Uh, but the two girls graduating high school, they're super nerds. They hadn't gone to a party yet, and they... 
I'll tell you what, there's a there's a scene where they take drugs and they imagine themselves as Barbie dolls. Mm. And in that, uh, they strip down naked because they're like, I'm so smooth. Like they're having a strip. And one of them, one of the Barbies basically just starts masturbating. And I got to say, like I was on, I after listening to How Did This Get Made enough and hearing them tell their stories of watching the movies they're going to be talking about on planes on the way to the show. Yeah. And then some of them have really awkward scenes and like Paul Phil, I was like, I was the pervert of the plane. I, I almost turned it off. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to ride this out. I'm going to, I'm going to push yeah. through this. When you get embarrassed, you start getting hot. So I was, I was sweating as I was watching this. I'm like, also not a good look to prove that I'm yeah. not a pervert, but it was a fun, exp- again, it was my social experiment and I passed. Um, yeah. I watched, watched a ton of shit. It was good. I watched I caught up. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Well, um, are you all caught up on Legend of Vox Machina season two? Dude, I was done watching that thing before. I watched the last episode before it even aired. I couldn't consume right. that quick enough. It was so good. It was so good, man. I, I got. I look so. I like. You know, if there is a balance between having everything available to binge all at one time and one episode a week, I'll take three episodes a week. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like that's a that's a nice compromise in 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 how we do this sort of stuff because um, I just recently rewatched Arcane again on okay. Netflix, which Justin I can't recommend that show enough. Yeah, nine episodes. Y- you got to watch it, man. Right. You got to right. do it. It's it's so good. But they did the same thing where they released three episodes a week, and it was and they they're such great like they work in their as their own like separate trilogies. Yeah, to three separate chapters of the story they're so it's such a great tight story it's so well done uh but with with vox machina when they did that i was like oh it's friday woo like i got three episodes to watch and i get real excited and you get to see nice chunks of things and you know i guess if you think of well i guess these were probably like 23 24 minute episodes you know so you're kind of almost getting an hour out of it you know yeah. whereas like you know last of us is you know, typically about 50, 50 minutes, minutes to an time. hour, depending. So you're, I guess you're kind of getting roughly the same thing if you think about time. But man, Those such a good blue by though. They were they so, did. such good. Like, I mean, they they moved. They just moved. And as soon as you could see it wrapping up, you're like, no, how many more? Oh, good. I have one more left. OK, good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You get so pumped. You're like, oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was I was so impressed because i thought the first season was solid it was good this just built on it and i th- i just feel like they're heading in a great direction yeah with this and if you're not familiar with legend of vox machina and and i've recently talked to someone who plays D with us who's not um legend of vox machina is uh is essentially done by the critical role folks uh this was the part of their first campaign that they did and they have taken that story and they've turned it into a cartoon animated series on Amazon Prime and it is all the people who role play in the D&D are also um, voice actors so they voice their own characters that they did from the campaign so it's extra special they throw in lots of little tidbits and throwbacks and nods and winks to their campaigns and it's it's so well done And, and what I think is extra special about all of this is all of this stuff, the plot and everything that's happening happened in the game and most of it's just because of dice rolls. Right. They, they built the story around it. It allowed them to naturally grow this story. And that's what makes it 
I feel like there's heightened elements to this because that's what it's like playing the game. You've you've played Dungeons and Dragons for a little bit now. I'm currently playing it, yeah. And do you remember what it's like the first time you had combat? You know? Yes. Did you get nervous? I got I'm look, I'm nervous every time we go into the goddamn game. Absolutely. Yeah. The first time we did combat, I was convinced all of us are going to die. Just yeah. straight up convinced. Because I who knows what the fuck I the one that I was the most nervous about is uh when we uh fought the demon. Mm-hmm. And I I, devil. I played I'm sorry, this, Justin. Sorry, the devil. Mm-hmm. Um not the devil. A a devil. devil. Oh my yeah. god, nerd. So <laughs> I play this barbarian, uh, big dude who packs a wallop, and I took a big fucking swing, and Doug's like, it doesn't feel like your normal swings. And I was like, oh no, what is this thing that we're fighting? And I could, we couldn't put a dent. And I remember the worry that I felt because every roll was so important. And if you let your turn go by and you didn't roll well, you were fucked. And I, so yeah, yeah. like it's, there's, there's heightened emotions with that. Yeah, and the idea that it, it makes the victories extra sweet and it makes the defeats extra bitter. Yeah. Because when things don't go your way and you your character dies, you know, and you're like, fuck, that's that's the way it is. It's super dramatic. Mm-hmm. You feel it because you're invested in it. And it's just, it, it's so funny. Just, I think about, you know, because what's great too is if you go on Instagram or TikTok or whatever in those places, you'll see they'll sort of stitch together the moments that happened in the show, but also how Vox it happened Machina. at the table. Oh, yeah, with Vox Machina. Yeah. yeah, they show you what happened at the table, and then they show you the the the, the corresponding <laughs> right. scene that happens. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, so I'll just say there is a very critical thing that happens. I think it's in episode three, possibly. Maybe it's in episode four. I don't know. But they uh, there's a very powerful moment that happens with one of the characters. And you see it. It's like so dramatic. And you're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then if you watch what happened at the table, it's like someone goes, hey, I want to uh, I want to search for traps. And they're like, OK, go ahead and roll. Someone goes, I just grabbed this thing. And and Matt Mercer, the DM, goes, uh, OK. And the person who said they were searching for traps is like looks at them annoyed like, fucking fine i guess i wasn't done yet and they're like okay uh go ahead and roll for do a dexterity saving throw and the girl laura bailey who was going to do the investigation she rolled a natural one and the look on matt mercer's face he goes you you rolled a natural one she goes yeah and then something terrible happens yep and this has a lasting impact for the remaining of the campaign all because another player did something before waiting to see if this thing was trapped right and it's and it not was just, just a lasting impact for the character who rolled the nat one. It's a lasting impact. It had a ripple effect. It rippled yes. out from many characters. It was very interesting to see how that happened. How that all because someone just didn't wait for someone to roll to see if they found right. any traps. Big turning like, point in that game. What? Yeah. And same thing. There was another moment with um, uh, Grog and Pike. Mm-hmm. You know, where Grog is very bloodlusted up and th- th- seeing that on the on the screen versus oh, yeah. also what happened in the show. And you're like, <gasps> and how they're able to play that. And you're like, this is this is dice rolls, man, that yeah. tell the story. And I find that to be so much more impactful because this 
things can still be cliche, but the outcomes aren't up to you. Right. The right. dice determines the outcome. It's so to me, that's faith. way more interesting. And the stakes are so much higher because yeah. of that. And God damn it. It makes it so much more interesting. So I'm going to make the contention that all stories moving forward should be written with the 20 sided die. I'm not opposed to this. I'm really not opposed to this. I like the idea. I like the when idea. you as a writer are going to be like, I want to see, I, I think the character should do this. You need to roll for it. You need to set a difficulty check. You need to set the parameters. And if you don't make it, you have to be like, all right, how did they fail? And if they succeed, it's like, how did they succeed? You know, can you imagine and if what it's writers' a- rooms would look like if that was the, like the WGA would lose their fucking mind. Like if it, they just knew the writers were rolling dice to get their stories. I love it. I mean, I, I can't guarantee it'd be more interesting, but I feel like we'd find ourselves st- deviating from what we know. Yes. What we typically know as this is from point A to point B to point C and so on for- and so forth. Like we know the traditional stories. Yeah. We see stuff that's kind of shocking. You know, Game of Thrones was riddled with some shocking moments sure. and things that happened. But what if or like, oh man, I wonder what I all right, so what if what if they go in you know, it could write a horror movie that way. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Absolutely, yes. Which may may not go well if everyone rolls well, no one no one gets into trouble. You know, but you know, just <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, how then? How do you make it suspenseful if if everyone rolls well? Like, there's got to be like in therein lies the the art of the writer. Character flaws, right? You got to play to their character strengths, their attributes, right? Because if someone who is weak has to do a strength check, you know. Someone who someone who's just not perceptive, just yeah. won't see things, won't notice things, you know. Someone who's not intelligent won't figure something out, you right. know, or whatever. I would know? love it'd be interesting to actually play a game of D D where no one has actual powers. Mm-hmm. Like no there's no spells, there's no uh, you know, battle axes, there's no there's no uh, uh satchels of infinite uh possibility, whatever they're that's called. Uh, Bag of holding. That's the one. A much simpler name than I tried to make. Yeah. Um, Satchel of infinite possibility. Also, I want a hot dog. You got it. It's a possibility. Possibility. We'll see what comes out of the satchel. Um, (laughs) You get get a handful of gravel. Congratulations. It's a ferret. Good luck. (laughs) Um, No, I I would love to actually play a game of D&D where the, the characters are just, again, it is just a story of average Joes. And it's like some of them are like book smart and some of them are just like jock morons or whatever. Like it would be interesting to see what that role playing and the scoring system would be. I think that'd be an interesting um, those interesting those games exist. Do they? Those games exist. There's no. there's like, yeah, there of absolutely are. They do. There's everything exists. No Not necessarily D and D, but like there's different systems and stuff that exist where it's purely just about telling the story. So there's different. I don't I don't know them, but I've seen them played where people, you know, it's very fascinating. There's like HP uh, Lovecraft inspired things okay. called Call of Cthulhu, where you have to deal with like going insane, right, 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 uh, based on stuff that happens. Um, there's cyberpunk. That sort of stuff exists. There's all sorts of things, but I remember in particular, there's different systems that exist that are so they're not D and D They're basically like this is your character. You are a teen in high school, and this thing is happening. 
without the world. And you just you're sort of navigating it, and there's different elements that happen, and it's very role play heavy. Yeah. It's less mechanics, but you're still rolling like that. for like chance mm-hmm. outcomes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Interesting. Just to see what happens, which is so interesting uh, to to do that. But I, I think it's also I think we it, it, this has to have a caveat that um, everyone wants to probably go hey. My D&D campaign's super cool. How come we don't have a TV show? It's like, be- I don't know. I don't know if you deserve one. Right. You know? like because, because is it cool? Is it? Yeah. Is it cool? Yeah. Is it? It's uh, fun because, for you. Like, ours is a blast for us. But I mm-hmm. guarantee you it would be a snooze fest to watch live. Yes. Watching we're live. learning. Yes, exactly. Everyone's learning. And that's why when this comes out, I'm going to edit it so that it flows smoother. Right. So that it's more enjoyable to listen to, which I want to take a sidebar for one second. Please. I want to talk about our most recent episode because something beautiful happened. We created a character. Oh, my God. All of us. We all own a part of this. And this is a little a little I don't know if I'll call it a spoiler, but it's a little teaser for when this this finally comes out of we created a character called the Beaver King of Tribor. And this all happened because of a chance roll. Have you plugged because that word into an AI art generator yet? You know what? <laughs> you know what? To do it. Hold on. Let's do this. I don't I'm know which one. Are you using over. the? Uh... Let's use Dolly two. Are you in Dolly two? Hmm. Don't you have to? Isn't that like uh, waiting list shit? Or did you get it? No. You can just open. I just. It's I, open. Okay. I signed up. Some reason I thought that was one of the uh, one of the ones that was still like. Uh, you know, I think it was originally, okay. but um, come on, man! How do I? Where, where, where do I log in, motherfucker? Let me let me log in. Where's my you piece of shit? Don't do this to me. Not now. Not in this moment. No, not now. Please don't do it to me now. I'm gonna do chat while you're doing that. I'm gonna do chat GPT. Yeah, that's and, cool. Um, I'm gonna have it write a. Uh, a haiku about the beaver king of Tribor. Tribor. I don't this know why I can never find I, I, Chat GPT. What, where, did, where did it go? What is it, Doug? Oh, there it is. Got it. Never mind. Oh, you're gonna make me do this, huh? Sorry for the delay here as I uh, as I do this for whatever reason. This is normally very easy, um, but for whatever reason, I go to the website and it's like. There's no, uh, um, there's no like login button for some reason. So you've, you've inspired me and I want to roll with this. Oh, you pieces of shit. I got, uh. <laughs> I love the All fact right. that this is the, the worst possible thing, uh, that we could possibly. Well, chat GPT is on you because open, it's all done through open AI. Right. Chat GPT is done through open AI. Dolly two is done through open AI. That's all the stuff. And for whatever reason right now, like. When I go there, it's like, hey, here's ChatGBT. Do you want to try ChatGBT? And I'm like, I mean, Justin does. But Is it T-R-I-B-O-U-R? How do you spell Tribor? T-R-I-B-O-A-R. B-O-A-R. Write me a haiku about the beaver king of Tribor. Here it is. <clears throat> In Tribor's woods wild, a beaver king reigns supreme. His dam, his fortress. I, I'm into it. That's amazing. Yes. I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't pull up 
this right now for whatever reason. It's like, Dolly, now available with that wait list. All right, cool. Where? <laughs> Where is it? Well, tell like, the people about what who the oh, there we go. king is. That's just, oh my God. All right, I'm going to give up on this now. I'm so frustrated. I was like, why, why are you making this so difficult? Don't, don't. And then there's like, sign up. I thought you said you didn't have to sign up. You piece of shit. Okay, I thought you, you said uh, Dolly was open. Yeah, right. Like someone lied to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, sorry. So I just amended my chat GPT. Let me give you this now. I said, write me okay. a haiku about a man named the Beaver King of Tribor. And it says, nice. the Beaver King reigns, Tribor's hero, strong and fierce, nature's loyal friend. I like that one. That That's one's good. good. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll come back to it. Unfortunately, that was a wasted time for everybody. Sorry about it. Um, but here, here's, here's what... <laughs> Here's a brief synopsis of what happened. Uh, Eric and Seth wanted to find some lighter armor because the armor that they have is pretty clunky. So what they're going to do is involves being sneaky. So they're like, I want to get some hide armor. They're like, is there anywhere around here I can get some hide armor? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, make a perception check. They had some okay perception checks. So I was like, all right, well, let's just, in my mind in that moment, I was like, they're going to find some half-assed guy to do this. And so they find a shack kind of on the outskirts of town. And I just all of a sudden envisioned a guy I've known for many years growing up in rural Missouri. And it was this guy with overalls on with one hanging off of his shoulder. And he's just sitting there skinning, skinning a beaver. So this was based off a real person that, you know, just Are you a lot seen? of guys. Yeah. A lot of guys that I knew growing up. It's an yeah. amalgamation of most Missouri folk, sure, um, sure. you know, and they were like, Hey, <laughs> You know, I can find some hide armor. And I was just really leaned into my roots of this guy who was going to tell them all about. It's like, well, what you looking for? You know, it's just like, oh, we're looking. Can you make hide armor? He's like, well, I suppose uh, I could get you 40 beaver, beaver pelts. And they're like, what? 40? He goes, you ever try to stab through 40 beaver pelts before? Nothing happens. Strong as can be. So I just had this guy that I made, and it was it turned into this beautiful thing that happened in the moment. Yep. It was completely spontaneous, and I loved every second of it. When it was done, I was like, I am so thankful that that happened. It when made they were me asking, so happy. Like, well, how much? And this this price, and then he's like, what? How, for two of you? Yeah. I'll get you 80 beaver pelts. <laughs> yeah, I'll get you 80 beaver <laughs> It just became and this a little- third order of beavers. And I did some sort of montage of him, like from Rambo, like getting all different sorts of weapons, like, you know, getting swords, getting knives. Yeah, right. Putting everything stuff in his boots and he's getting a crossbow. And he's like, I'll see you in. When do you need him by? It's like two days. I'll see you in two days. He just marches off into the woods, you know, just ready to get his his quarry. Right, yes. Somewhere there's just a beaver genocide happening because of this guy. He's murdering 80 beavers to bring back. In the beaver society, there is a uh, there's a horrifying, you know, tale of this monster that comes in the night and gathers up all the beavers who are bad (laughs) and takes them away. Write me a cautionary tale about the beaver king (laughs) of Tribor from the perspective of a beaver. Yep. Perspective. Oops. Of a beaver. 
That makes me so happy. It's a man called the bigger from the. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Once a man lived here and called himself the Beaver King. The beavers were afraid. He came with sharp tools, took down the trees, blocked our streams, threatened our homes too. At first we thought he cared. His dam building skills were rare, but he was not a beaver. He took and took no end. The forest emptied, the waters dried, the beavers fled away. Now the woods are silent. The water stagnant, lifeless. The beaver king, no more. Remember well, dear friends, not all who come as kings are friends. Protect your home and kin. This thing is good, man. Damn. This thing is good. That's way better than uh, the photos that I got here. There's just the beavers. <laughs> There's just the beavers. With crowns? No. Just, oh, they look like just beavers. lifelike beavers. I'm there like, come go. on, man. Yeah. They- <laughs> It's like, I don't understand what yeah. you're saying. I'm like, that's fair. I, I probably have to put in more I'm, descriptors. This is where I'm bad with this. It's yeah. like the, the the keywords you need to put in to get what you want. I just, right. I'm not good at that. So. Well, it's like the, I'll try the write me a haiku about the Beaver King. Write me a haiku about a man named the Beaver King. Like you start to really, you got to whittle down what it is that you're, you know, a man. That's right. The man known as the Beaver King of Tribor. Who is a trapper by trade. And likes Drake, Drake like songs. Drake songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. Oh my god! Oh no! All right, this I can't uh, see it. And that's a that's a, a unfortunate. Oh, oh, oh. that's what not fine, Doug. Too far off from what I kind of thought he was. To be honest with you, hold that thought, Justin. All right, holding. holy shit. Oh I'm my old. god! Oh my god! Uh, it's it's got to okay. be good, man. If you're if you if you're this taken away, woof! It's funny because all the other ones were beavers except for this one. This one's going to your G chat. I'm there. I'm waiting for it. Oh, yep. He's a little thinner than I thought, but that's just about it. No, I imagine him being pretty thin. Yeah. That guy looks like he's casting all sorts of spells yep. from the meth bay. <laughs> that what's going on around his neck too? Like, is that a necklace or is that has he been stitched? Listen, as you look closer at this, the AI really takes over. Like, look at his hand. His hand looks incredibly strange from that angle. Like, Absolutely. that's not proportionate. He's got dry, calloused, no nail on that one. And what's yeah. going on with his tongue? You know what this is? This is five beavers stacked inside of a skin suit. <laughs> That's what one hundred percent. Yeah. What's with the hat? You know what I mean? Oh, like, what is that? Yeah. This is what beavers think humans wear, right? And this yeah, hat and of will course, do it. This hat will yeah, convince the humans. Because he, this guy looks like he's done a lot of meth in his time. Oh, absolutely. With Those beavers. teeth with, be- with beavers, yeah. with right? Beavers, yeah. And he betrays them and steals their souls. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And he well, I'm glad we we finally got there. Into the hat. That makes me. Yeah. That makes me very happy. I might mm-hmm. save this. For future reference, I feel like that needs to be shared on Discord in our D and D. That's the Beaver King of Tribor right there. Right. Well, it's so funny because the other ones are just like really dumb animation, They're like cartoons. They yeah. look really dumb. Uh, that one is the only realistic, lifelike one. So, and the prompt I put in was the man known as the Beaver King of Tribor. There you go. <laughs> that, it did it. Yikes! It succeeded. Wow, we did Ooh. it, gang. 
We and all right. Well, anyway, check out Legends of Vox Machina. It's a good show. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, it's cool. I feel when like doubt, we roll dice. Into it, man. I think we do. Yeah, let's do it. I, I don't think there's anything else here. It's time. It's time for we're back again, baby. It's guessing ten Marvel edition. And I've missed this. I've really missed this. With the way this works, it's been a minute, is uh, we each have two cards. And on these cards are characters from the Marvel Universe. And we will be giving each other buzzwords to start it out, to give the clues at who's this, who this might be. And we have up to 10 questions we can ask that are yes or no questions to try and figure out who these characters are. Now, the way Justin and I are doing this is we each have two cards to give to each other. The goal is try to do better than the other person. If we are, if we tie, then at the bottom of these, there's a bonus question we can ask. While we're playing, we can ask each, we can decide if we want to do it, or, excuse me, or not. Um, if we do, we get a third buzz, you know, buzzword or whatever. But if we choose not to, and then we're tied, we then have to go back and answer the bonus questions on these characters. So, which by the way, I played Guess in 10 Animal version of this it was at the uh for where i went for my birthday they actually okay. just had this in the house and oh, we played the way, that happy birthday thank I, you I, I appreciate it to, i was not here for that even though i wish you sent me a text on your birthday yes but you sent me a text yeah uh i sent you a few i threatened you with a shed yes yeah. you did which is honestly the only thing would have been worse if you threatened me with a boat so right. you know i didn't i couldn't um, find one but yeah but guess in 10 animal fucking hard <laughs> i can because imagine. it's like this could be any animal. <laughs> it's like, does it live in the forest? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that didn't help. Lots of them do. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really intense. So, cool. Justin, would you like to guess first or do you want me to guess first? I'll, I'll let you choose. Since you, I'll guess first. You'll guess first. Yeah, okay, here we go. Dive into it. <clears throat> here we go. Justin, your first one. Your buzzwords are villain strong. Oh, that's, that's only like three of them. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, let's go with the standards. Is this the male? Yes. Okay. Um, villain and strong. Is this male villain uh, part of the Spider-Man universe? Yes. Ooh. Off to a great start. All right. Uh, right. Is this villain who is male and part of the Spider-Man universe and is strong. Um, uh, does this villain have superpowers? Like innate superpowers, not aided by a suit. Um... This is going to be a technicality one, okay. and I feel like I got to be careful with how I. I can retract the question if you'd like. No, someone, someone's going to get me on this. Probably, <laughs> I'm going to say no. Okay, they don't have superpowers. Not in the traditional sense. Okay. Okay. If I remember correctly. I will say this. They have some enhanced abilities. Okay. But they don't have superpowers in the sense of like 
that you traditionally would think they would. Gotcha. Okay. If that makes sense. This person, Hopefully that'll make sense as you go along here. Yeah. Uh, does this person ride on a glider? Yes. Great. Uh, is this person uh, typically dressed in green? Yes. Great. Is this the green goblin? Yes. Great. Thank God. I was like, I don't want to lead you astray on this. I was just like, because <laughs> I looked at it, it's like superhuman strength. I was like, yeah, it's right. not superpowers, but he did consume that stuff that gas that did kind of enhance his abilities but you know he can't call thunder down from the sky exactly. lightning you know like a god yeah, yeah i get you like a demigod yeah <laughs> by the way whenever i've been watching since i've been watching the mcu they've been all over the place and they're We're deciding just- who he is and what he is <laughs> I, uh, and the adventure's like you do want to get involved with this cat these people are basically gods right it's like basically basically but not. And yeah. someone also called them a demigod or like, you know, whatever. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Do you want to do the bonus? Uh, no. Okay. All, All right. right. I almost just I'm said nervous. the character's name. I almost was just like, and blank. <laughs> um, okay. Your buzzwords. Skilled and telepathy. Skilled telepathy Uh uh-oh all right is this a man yes skilled telepathy is this a hero yes (laughs) Oh boy, the long pause into the yes. It's gonna be again. It's one of those. It's like yeah, yes, yes. Oh boy, my hardest part with this is like I get locked into stuff and I have a hard time thinking outside the Absolutely, box. Absolutely, yeah. the hardest part because you, then you Somewhere go back to that. Like, you're like, well, no, that one question. It can't be this person, but it has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The telepathy thing is throwing me off right now because I'm like, who has? Oh wait, 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 wait. Is this? Ah, is this person associated with Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Is this person blue? Yes. Is this Yondu? Yes. Yay! Yeah. I see what you mean now, but is, are they here? You're like, Dah! I mean, eventually they are. <laughs> when you did this, I get locked into. When you started to do this, I'm like, you're in the right. You're in the right you're area. Like, yes. 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 And then, yeah. Um, All right, do I'm not do doing the bonus question yet. No, so no, probably for the best. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save it. Okay, because I have a feeling we're gonna get tied up here. All right, Justin, All are right, you ready? Yep. Your buzzwords are protector, strong. Protector, strong. Okay. Is this individual a male? Yes. Is this individual an Avenger? No. Protector and strong. Was this individual in the MCU? Yes. Ooh. Ooh. Is this individual from Earth? No. Okay. Is this individual a leader of... Of a people. Yes. 
Does this individual have one eye? Yes. <laughs> is this Odin? It is! Yeah! Bravo, yeah! sir. Bravo. Ooh, I feel like We're this game's for- getting easier. Uh, right. You feel like that when you get it right. Right? And then you're just... And then <laughs> once you, you, get someone, once you zero in on it, yeah. you're like, yes, I got it. And then you get someone like... Uh, who was that fucking character that you guessed in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, Quake? Like, I'm like... If I got that, it'd have been like, this game's stupid. I want to go back to that real quick. There's only a handful of females. And I go, is it a woman? Yes. Do they have superpowers? Yes. I'm like, well, that rules out Scarlet Witch. I mean, uh, you know, Black Widow. Widow, And since they're associated with S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm like, this, it narrows the field dramatically. Very much. Yeah. I would have been fucked only because I've never watched the show. So I I, I don't know the character like straight up period. Yeah. 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 Do you want to go for the bonus question? I do not very much. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. <sighs> so your buzzwords <clears throat> for your second person. Uh, fly. Villain. Fly. Villain. Hmm. Fly and villain. Is this a man? Yes. Yes, it's a man. Um. Okay. Is this person from Earth? Yes. Okay. Is this person in the Spider-Man universe? Yes. Ooh, okay. Does this person have mechanical wings? Yes. Was this person played by Michael Keaton in Spider-Man Homecoming? Oh, yes. Vulture! You gods did, baby. Oh boy, here we are again, Justin. We're here. We're right here. Coming down to the bonus questions. Okay. All right. So (coughs) it's now your turn. Who do you want the bonus question from first? Do you want Green Goblin or do you want Odin? I uh, I feel like I have a better shot with Odin, so we'll go with Odin. (sighs) Shit. You have chosen poorly. Odin, damn it. What is Odin's spear called? Oh, man. I don't even know. I didn't even know what this was. (laughs) (laughs) Final answer. No, it is. It is Gungnir. That was going to be my second guess, but I thought it would. I couldn't get the pronunciation right. Yeah, Gungnir. There you go. Okay. I was like, fuck, dude. I don't know about that one. Well. Okay. Awesome. So I've got. I've got. got Vulture. Vulture. Or I've got. Here's the thing. I don't know a lot about Vulture. So. I'm afraid. About them being like, what's his real name? And I'm like, fuck. Um, but it could also be something that works in my favor. This is how this is how it works, right? Because you're like, I know this person. And they're like, oh, here's a well, deep that's cut. Like, for Odin, fuck. I'm like, it's going to be like, what's Odin's long rest? Odin sleep. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Who's Odin's children? You know? <laughs> right. I, thought, I was like, well, there's a 50-50 shot that it's going to be a real easy one. Yeah. I'm going to go with Vulture. We'll just see what happens here. Really? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's fucking All right. do it. I just thought you've seen, uh, you know, Spider-Man or, or uh, not Spider-Man, uh, Guardian, so many times there. Um, yeah. Here we go. 
This one isn't uh, isn't isn't fair. You have a fifty fifty shot. It's a true false. So <laughs> it's not fair. Uh, <laughs> this game isn't fair. This game's not fair. <laughs> Nothing in about this is fair. Uh, Vulture was part of the Sinister Six. True or false? True. Final answer. Final answer. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, that was. That wins. It's not fair. It's not fair. Just for fun, do you want to do the bonus question for Green Goblin? I would love to, yeah. All right. What does the Green Goblin fly around on? A hoverboard? I mean, does it have an actual name? It does, okay. but honestly, I would have I would have accepted that. Okay. What's the it's, name it's of it? It's the, the Goblin Glider. Ah, oh, goddammit. I was going to say, like, the Goblin, goblin Glider. But yeah, the Goblin Glider. Okay. No. Yeah, I'm sure someone would be like, technically, it's the Goblin Glider. I'm like, who fucking cares? It's a hoverboard. Who gives a shit? Do you want to hear Yandu's? Yeah, give me Yandu. This, you actually chose correctly on this. Because Yandu's, I was like, he's going to, because he knows Guardians, he's going to say Yandu and he's going to get fucked. If you get this, I'm going to hang up and I'm not going to finish the show. <laughs> Yandu's arrows are made of a metal that is extremely sensitive to sound. What is this metal called? You want to say vibranium, but that's obviously not the answer. Is so, it? I don't know. Eh, I, I don't think I know it. Um, yeah, I'll just say vibranium because I don't I don't know. Yaka. Y-A-K-A. Yep. Yeah. We, hey, here's just this. We both had an easy one. And we both had a fuck you one. You know? <laughs> Bingo. Yes. Absolutely. It's like, nay, here's something specific about this person's weapon. Yes. Yaka. Yaka. Both, both pointed weapons, by the way, too. One just longer yeah. than the other. Yeah. Both pointed weapons fucked you over. So, well, that was that was fun. Woo! Pretty quick, too. Both of that us was. were like, for for having a break, we got into it and we got down to it. That was pretty impressive. I'm very, I'm very happy. My mind had that. some time to reset itself, which is good. Yeah, it was really well done. I'm not gonna lie, this game really stresses me out because for whatever reason, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be successful you, you with should. this because. This is this is kind of like how I roll, so I'm like, right. <sighs> you got so, a lot of your nerd cards on the line here, man. It is, it yeah. really is. So, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? I'm gonna in in line with what we talked about. I'm gonna recommend Legend of Vox Machina. Um, nice, a, a Amazon Prime. Uh, go go watch it. Season one and season two are both out. Um, they're going to be doing a season three of Legend of Vox Machina, and they're going to. Uh, you just sent me the trailer for the second campaign that they did, um, which I don't remember what it was called. Uh, it is. Um... I'm liking the now. mighty nine, the mighty nine. Yes. This is, this is the one where you jumped in and this is the one where I have seen by proxy the most clips of. So I'm more familiar mm -hmm. with this story and I am extraordinarily excited for this new series because we're going to finally get to meet Mr. Crabgrass. That's right. Hopefully fingers crossed. We fingers get Mr. Crossed. Crabgrass. We're gonna meet Crabgrass. So knowing yes, how popular that stuff is, there's gotta be a there's gotta be a, a reference to it. At least so, a wink you know. to it somewhere. Yeah. 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 All right. What do you got, Dougie? Uh, I'm really late to the game on this one. Uh, Creed. It's a good movie. Oh, the the first. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I like it. I uh, I'm gonna sound really un-American here. I'm not a really big fan of the Rocky movies. Um, I've seen. Sense. The first two, I think I saw the one where he gets into street fight at the end. Is that Rocky Five? I think. One, yep. Yeah. Um, with, I with haven't the seen with the character named Tommy Gunn. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that one. Uh, so I've seen the first one, the second one, the fifth one. I haven't seen the third or the fourth one. You've never seen um, the fourth. That's the most iconic. That's that's Drago, I must break. Yeah. No? I, All right. I'm familiar yeah. with it, but I haven't, you know, I just haven't seen it. I, I don't t- t- particularly enjoy those movies. Um, I, I don't enjoy the boxing combat in it from that time because it's really just like, hey, put your hands down and just wild slugging at each other. You know, it's just the choreograph. It is what it is for the time, you yeah. know. So it's just it's really obnoxious to watch. So it's just it's just not my jam. I know some people just get a raging boner watching those films, and it is what it is. And hey, congratulations! Look, it's, don't it's ever like. let Rob Ballmeyer hear you say that. I'm oh, just, I know. I, I I knew that when I was saying this that this is risky. I'm talking yeah. about this with with Bob. But um, I finally like Creed was on HBO Max. I was like, you know what? I love Michael B. Jordan. Absolutely. I'm in the mood for something like this. Let's check it out. It's a good fucking movie, man. Yeah. Really good movie. Like, Are you gonna check out two and three? I'm actually in the process of watching two right now. Nice. Since it's also on HBO Max. No, three isn't out yet. So, um, Oh, has it not been released? No, I don't think in so. The theaters? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm currently watching it. It's unfortunate. I think my one, the one thing about this is it's, it's kind of like the new star Wars sequel is that it's like, Hey, do you remember the original? <coughs> We're kind of doing that again. <laughs> We're kind of doing it again. Yeah. You like? Do you like how the first Rocky movie, like he doesn't win, but he gets respect? We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. The second one. Do you remember? Do you remember Drago? He's got a son. He's got yeah. He's and he's Drago too. And 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 they're gonna fight. They're gonna fight each other. Right. It's like you know Drago T W O and also T O O. Yeah. So um, you so that that's the part where I'm like. Mm. Okay, but what I honestly there were parts where I got really fucking pumped up and in, yeah. in, in like the goosebumps watching Creed. I'm like, oh shit! Like yeah. this is the, and Ro- and Sylvester Stallone does such a good job as like an older Rocky, yeah, who's just you know trying to like talking to him and like training him and I don't know, man. There was just some really cool, powerful, and the idea too of this. I don't know. I felt I felt for the character of, you know, he doesn't want to live in his father's shadow. Didn't even know him. You know, he kind of wants to make a name for himself, but he—that's he, like his biggest weakness—is he just gets yeah. set up. It, it was a really cool journey. I, I I really enjoyed the film. I thought it was really solid. You have to watch the. So there's a there's a tradition. Uh, oh, in, I know. You've seen it. Have you seen the? You, you, yeah. You're the one that gave me this information and sent me the clip of oh, him no, getting knocked out. I did out. send you that. Okay, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I was gonna say now that you're watching it, it would probably have more of a uh, a meaning to you, but yeah. Yeah, what Justin's talking about is a tradition on these movies where the actor actually gets fucking knocked out. Yeah, which actor, seems like a really bad hit. punch, just to kind of like it's a it's a rite of passage. Sly and mm-hmm. you know he he got his clock cleaned, and everyone else that was on there got their clock cleaned. And Michael B. Jordan takes a hell of a hit, and the behind the scenes uh, video that that's out there. So go go watch it, man. He got he's in the club now officially. He's there's no denying that that man took a hit. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I recommend that. I think it's good. It's on HBO Max currently, so check it out. Yeah. And while you're out there checking stuff out, be sure to check out MindGap on all your social medias at MindGap Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. Check out our live streams on Tuesdays for the podcast, Fridays for the video game. Uh, be sure to, to like and subscribe. We appreciate your support. Uh, and also be sure to um, check us out on patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Check out our merch at redbubble.com and join our Discord. Become part of the family. And don't forget to follow Justin as well. 
on Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on any of the platforms where you can find and consume your podcasts. Whatever your favorite one is, we're on that one, be it Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Good Pod, Podbean, all those. Rate, review, subscribe, share, all the things we ask all the time. And then 2East8th.com and 2East8th and all social medias, as well as loveandimprovfilm.com. Love and Improv Film on Instagram. Uh, we have not gone away. We're still uh, working through uh, the setbacks that we uh, encountered earlier this year, but we are persevering, and rest assured, this movie is still moving forward. So, um, yeah, more on that later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that being said, I'm going to say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. I normally say, chat, thank you, and still, chat, thank you. And listen, but- thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.